Hi, this is Taya Kyle, and you're listening to LifeGiver. Welcome to LifeGiver Military Spouse Podcast, a place for honest conversation and hope that will breathe life into your military marriage and home. This is Corey Weathers, and I'm so excited to share in this journey with you. Close your eyes for a minute if you want to see the world. Hi, this is Lindsay, the creator of UpliftingAnchor.com. Reading Sacred Spaces helps my husband and I find the vocabulary we needed to define our journey, both past and present, together in our marriage. We have been changed. We are stronger. We're making better choices because of what we learned, remembered, and experienced by reading the book. For my own heart, I feel like I learned a lot about myself during the journey of reading the book, and I have made an intentional marriage commitment, and I want to share that with you. I will intentionally open myself to vulnerability, and I will close the chapter of self-preservation. I will honor my husband with acts of kindness for 365 days and give him his place back in our family. Thank you so much. I am praying for each one of you and your marriages and hoping that you read Sacred Spaces very soon. Hi, everyone. I'm on a mission to see our military and first responder couples take back lost territory in their marriages. War, trauma, separations, and even simple misunderstandings can take a toll on a relationship, leaving you feeling disconnected and discouraged. I believe that healthy marriages that experience joy require hard work and intentionality. So that's what my mission is for the next year. The Sacred Spaces campaign is simply inviting you to be intentional in your marriage. It's that simple. Here are three steps to joining the campaign. Number one, consider buying the book Sacred Spaces. You don't have to, but it is impacting marriages in ways I never dreamed. It is my story of how being intentional changed my heart towards my spouse. Number two, sign up for the Sacred Spaces campaign. You can do this by going to my website, www.coryweathers.com, under the Sacred Spaces page. You will get a free Sacred Spaces Intentional Marriage Challenge commitment card that will help you decide how to be intentional, as well as help you nail down how long you want to take the challenge. Number three, help me spread the word. One of the reasons Sacred Spaces is so successful is that people are telling their stories. One by one, marriages are changing because at least one person in the relationship is taking a step forward towards loving their spouse better than the day before. Will you join me? Join the Sacred Spaces campaign today. Welcome to another episode of Life Giver Military Spouse Podcast. This is Corey, and we are in the middle of the Sacred Spaces series. And today is a special, unpolished edition of the Life Giver Military Spouse Podcast. The reason for that is uh, several things, actually. Number one, I have been super busy producing interviews for the Military Spouse Wellness Summit of 2016 that's organized by the military spouses from independent which is an outstanding organization that really wants to um, develop resources and um, and help military families be healthy and whole and address relationship issues. And so um, 
I'm going to tell you a little bit about um, that wellness summit because you're not going to want to miss this. And so I've been so busy producing these amazing interviews from 10 different experts that are going to be featured during that summit. So what is the independent summit? Let me tell you a little bit about it. Um, it is going to be during a week in October, and it's a virtual online summit. So really, there's no place you have to go, no hotels that you have to get, no plane tickets you have to buy. Um, it is an online summit that you can register for. And um, these 10 expert interviews, we reached out, we meaning the independent girls uh, partnered with me and also Armed Forces Insurance to bring you this online summit where we went out and found 10 experts that really know what it means to have a healthy marriage and um, and experts that will really revolutionize your relationships. And so we reached out and we found wonderful people like Dr. Les Parrott, who is um, partnering with his wife to write amazing books on marriage, assessment tools, because he's a clinical psychologist. And we also have Dr. John Townsend from the Boundaries series. You've heard me talk about him on this podcast. So that was a huge honor for me to interview him to talk about um, what are healthy boundaries in our marriages and is that even something that's supposed to be there. Um, I also have a certified sex therapist that you're not going to want to miss that interview. We have experts on finance, military spouse business, um, friendship. Oh my goodness, the interview for friendship is really awesome. Like at first I was thinking an interview on friendship, and this is so funny because um, Shasta Nelson, who is this expert on friendship, um, she talks about this as far as working with other media, that that's not really a topic that people think that you need to really address. But actually, um, it was it is an outstanding interview talking about how do we deep in our friendships how do you start friendships and make sure that they start off on the right foot like you know I'm not the only one out there who has had um, the experience where you try to uh, develop a good friendship and you accidentally start off on the wrong foot and you have this bad first impression you know all that so she talks about how to avoid those mistakes how to start off a friendship really solid how to keep it on the right track it is an awesome interview um, we also have an outstanding story on weight loss and um, how a military spouse achieved that and nutrition. Um, Ingrid Yee is going to join us. She's a psychologist and a military spouse, and she's going to talk about how do we know if we are a caregiver. And, you know, if you have a service member who had physical injuries, you are very aware that you're a caregiver. But there is a lot of military spouses out there who don't realize that their service member came home with invisible wounds, meaning PTSD or even combat stress, combat fatigue, um, who feel like a caregiver. And so Ingrid does an outstanding job walking us through how to, how to know if we're a caregiver and how to take better care of ourselves. Um, I know that I'm missing a few others, but all this to say... This summit is outstanding, and we have these 10 experts who are going to um, walk you through how to have a better marriage. And when you register for the summit, it's really simple. So during that week in October, there is going to be um, these two interviews a day will be emailed to your email box, and you listen to them at your convenience. It is that easy. It's the best idea ever for getting good, solid resources and information right to our email box. So there's two ways that you can sign up and register for this event. 
One, there is a free option, which just means that during the week of the event, you'll get the emails, you'll get the interviews, and you'll be able to listen to them or kind of live stream them from your email box. There is a VIP ticket that you can buy that is not very expensive. I think full price, it's like $27. But right now, there's an early bird discount um, that gets you like 44% off through October 1st for that summit. And here's what you get for the VIP and why it's worth it. Um, number one, you get entered into wonderful drawings for prizes. Um, the grand prize is a weekend getaway, romantic weekend getaway um, for two, which looks amazing. You also um, get entered into these other drawings and other prizes that are really awesome. The independent girls have done an incredible job of setting up a wonderful event for that. Also with a VIP ticket, you get um, access to a private Facebook page where all of our experts or someone that represents them will be available during that week on the day that their interview is released um, where you can chat with them and you can ask them questions and you can um, have conversation with some of these experts. I mean, who wouldn't want to have access to that private Facebook page where you can um, talk and chat about with the certified sex therapist or from um, an expert on boundaries or expert on communication or nutrition or an expert on um caregiving and finance and business. I mean, these are really great opportunities. But here is the biggest reason why I would say you need to get the VIP ticket. These interviews, and I know because I'm the one that did the interviews and I'm also the one that I'm producing them, that um, these interviews are outstanding. They are some of the best interviews that I've ever had the honor of doing. And you are going to want to be able to download these interviews and save them and listen to them with your spouse. And the VIP ticket will give you that ability. Um, you'll be able to listen to them at your convenience whenever you want to. And I'm telling you, there are so many touchy subjects, whether it's on sex, whether it's on um, communication or conflict, um, reintegration, just different things that it's a whole lot easier to have those conversations when you can um, listen to the interview with your spouse and then have a conversation afterwards. What a really great date night idea. Or maybe when you're on a drive traveling somewhere, um, great conversations, healthy conversations start that way. So you really ought to get the VIP ticket so that you have access to that. So that's um, what's going on with the Military Spouse Wellness Summit 2016. You can find out more about that um, event on my Facebook page or at independent, that's in-dependent.org, and you'll see more about the summit there and find ways to register there. But that is the other reason why today's edition of the podcast is unpolished, which means you are getting me completely unedited, um, whether I'm coughing or saying too many ums or going too fast or whatever. Um, I am so busy with producing those interviews and making sure that they sound amazing amazing that um, I wanted to make sure I get a podcast episode out because I want I know I'm already a couple days late and I want to stay on top of my podcast and make sure I'm delivering content to you um, and but I also have that project going and so um, lots of things happening all at once also the other reason why this one is unpolished is because my amazing husband has been doing the most fabulous job um, 
redesigning my office and turning it into more of a studio and and helped me figure out a way to do it in a beautiful way too. So um, he has created these beautiful panels that are hanging on the wall to dampen sound um, and just really make my office great. So it's been kind of a turmoil around here as far as in my office and it's been a little bit harder to step in and record a podcast. So today is unpolished and you're getting me at my best slash worst, I guess. And um, I have a feeling that you guys are okay with it. So um, what else do we have? Other announcements. So uh, future podcasts. Um, I have some awesome, awesome podcast interviews coming your way. Um, Thanks to the girls at Independent and the Summit, because I was able to interview some of the um, people that are part of the Summit, the experts for the Summit, um, because I had access to interview them, I really did not want to miss out on an opportunity to ask these experts some questions that are specific to the Life Giver audience. So I talked to the girls at Independent and they were incredibly kind and sweet to um, give me the opportunity to offer um, not the same interview that will be at the summit, but um, some uh, kind of a separate interview um, that will be kind of in an independent series right after the Sacred Spaces series. I'm going to do an independent series where some of those experts are going to be able to be on my podcast where I ask them specific questions um, for my Life Giver audience. So we're going to have Dr. Les Parrott join us on the Life Giver podcast. Dr. John Townsend, Taya Kyle, and of course, I could not avoid um, not putting on Dr. Mike Seitzma, who is the certified sex therapist. So specific questions that are geared just for the Life Giver audience um, that you're not going to want to miss. And so um, stay tuned for some really great interviews coming your way here in the fall, um, probably around October, November, late October, November. Um, so if you are enjoying the Life Giver podcast, I would love for you to share it. Um, you know, I get emails all the time from people who say that they're looking for hope and they just did a random search one day for military spouse podcasts and Life Giver popped up. And and I, I sometimes hear that the Life Giver podcast, you know, saves a marriage. And, you know, this is a hobby. This is not something I make money off of. And I have days where I'm like, you know, I don't know if I want to keep doing it. And then I get an email like that. And so it's really important for people to be able to find Life Giver. So if you are a listener, and I know I have them out there because the average listen per episode is about 400 listens to the episodes. So, um, and in fact, the highest episode, the highest number of listens in one episode was like 660, which is outstanding. So I know we have people out there that are listening to Life Giver. If you're enjoying it, do me a favor and please share it on social media. Invite other people to listen to the podcast. Um, Leave a review on iTunes. When you leave a review on iTunes, what that does is it brings the podcast to the top where other other people can find it more easily. And so um, anything that you can do to spread the word on the podcast is really helpful, especially considering the lineup of speakers that we have coming your way. So really excited about um, the direction of Life Giver. 
So what else? Future events. Um, there's the MILSPO Project um, Embark Conference that's coming up September 23rd. I'm going to be there. Um, a bunch of other people, the girls from Independent, are going to be there doing a panel. Um, I'm going to be speaking there on how to have healthy family work balance and a lot of the lessons learned that I've had in the last year and a half. And really, um, I'm excited to deliver a talk to all these military spouses about how to make Make sure that the energy that you're putting into your career or your business or your projects around you, that um, you're not accidentally putting all of the energy that should be focused on the home and in your marriage into the business. Because maybe if things aren't right at home, it's very easy for any of us to put that energy into what feels more successful. So I'm going to be talking about the family work balance and um, and a really great call to action. So you can find out more about the Embark conference. Um, you can go to M- the Millspo Project Facebook page and see, see more of that there. Um, what else has been going on? Um, I recently put out a video, if you didn't see it already, about the struggles of military spouses, careers, and their licenses and certifications. And, you know, I... It went viral and I am completely surprised and not surprised. Like I knew it's an issue. Um, It's a big enough issue that the White House started the Joining Forces Initiative to help military spouses with their licensure and certification and make it easier for us to go from state to state. But when I found myself struggling with it, coming into Virginia and trying to figure out what am I gonna do for work and not having a license in Virginia, and then I started hitting all of this red tape and obstacles to making it easy for me to quickly transfer my license, I made a video about it and I talked about my frustration and I talked about simple ways that states could streamline the process and it went viral and um, I think it, it hit like the longer version of the video did like 61 shares and 400 views on YouTube and then the shorter version like way exceeded that it was like a hundred and something shares on Facebook and supposedly and I don't know about like Facebook statistics but supposedly reached about 12,000 people just the shorter one alone so just from the comments alone I know that this is a big issue so stay tuned for more information on how um, a lot of people are asking me how they can join me in doing more advocacy work in this area so um, stay tuned for more information on um, what we're going to do Um, I'm really motivated and so are a lot of other people to figure out how we can kind of pick up where joining forces is leaving off considering joining forces could very well unless somebody wants to tell me otherwise die off with the Obama Obama administration so stay tuned for more information about that Um, okay so that's a lot of announcements but I really wanted to give you guys a heads up on things that are coming and how you can get involved Um, I saw an email that I got yesterday that was asking me about you know when some of my events were and that they would even be willing to drive to some of those events to to see some of them and it, it really made me realize I need to be making announcements about um, speaking engagements that I have or events that are happening so that you guys can be part of that um, right now I do not have a calendar of where I'm going to be on my Facebook or my website mainly because of security and um, we had some issues about a year and a half ago with some military spouses who got hacked in their accounts and some kind of scary stuff happened 
And so um, I'm trying to figure out ways to show events but not give too much information to put me at risk or have a security issue. But I also know that there are people out there that would like to know where I'm going to be in case I'm going to be close to you because I would love to see you and I'd love to talk with you and um, Mm -hmm. hear about... I heard like a bleep and I'm not sure where it came from. So like I said, this is <laughs> this is a um, unpolished edition. So I'm going to check that and make sure that that is shut down. It's Facebook. That's what's going on. OK, so what else? Um, OK, so since this is part of the Sacred Spaces series, I wanted to talk a little bit about what's been going on since Sacred Spaces. Um, I've done several webinars talking about the book, talking about how you can better your relationships. There's one um, that was done by Military Spouse Magazine. We did a webinar. I've done one with the Independent Girls. Um, There's just been, and Matt and I did a couple of webinars. And so there's great information that's out there that will help you figure out um, how to apply Sacred Spaces, the book, to your life and how to read it and what it's about. But since we've kind of been talking about that in the podcast already, I thought I wanted to talk with you about what's been going on since Sacred Spaces in my life and um, how it's made a difference in me and in my marriage. And so I wanted to tell you more about the Sacred Spaces campaign. Really, when I wrote this book, I wanted to, number one, share my story of how this trip impacted me and um, altered my view of myself, altered my view of my marriage, how it changed my heart. And I can't tell you how difficult of a process it was to not only go through that, um, but also in writing the book, how it shifted my heart. And, you know, there's sometimes in life that you go through... um, you go through these experiences of growth and they're kind of painful. It's like growing pains. And this book and this experience was very much like that. It was kind of a stretching that happened in my character that did not necessarily feel good. And on the days where I'm kind of called to stretch even more, they're not very comfortable, fun growth pains. And so on one on one hand, it's not something that I want to recommend to people because it's a very kind of painful process to grow up like that. But that's what it means to grow in your character is that difficult things and lessons happen and you just kind of have to grow and and move through it. So the heart change that I went through during my journey overseas and also over the course of writing the book, um, especially when I got to that last chapter on the spiritual reflection, Um, really was a massive stretching for me and my character and in my heart. And um, so I wanted to talk with you a little bit about what has kind of been born out of that. And one, one of the things is the Sacred Spaces campaign. I wanted people to read the book and find ways to apply what I wrote to their own life and hopefully that they would then start to go through the same process of character growth that I did. And the only way for me to do that was to create some kind of call to action. Now, anybody can pick up a book and read someone else's story and kind of be a voyeur in their life and say, well, gee, that was a really great story, really great book and put it away. And I don't think that that necessarily is happening with my book as much simply because the feedback that I'm getting from people is that 
they're seeing their own story in the pages of my story. And there's so many things that are resonating with them. It's a very rich, deep book. Um, There's lots of um, great quotes and it's a thoughtful read is a good way to describe it. So I know people are being changed and altered and validated in their experiences. Um, It's sparking really great conversation in marriages. So I know that that there is definitely an application that's happening to people's lives as they're reading the book. But I wanted that to keep going even after they finish the book. So by the end of the book, it gives you this opportunity, this invitation, if you will, to consider being intentional in your own life. And we've been talking about that on the series here about what does it mean to be intentional? And so the Sacred Spaces series or Sacred Spaces campaign invites you to be intentional in your marriage. Basically, it means if I went through this character stretching simply because I wanted to better my marriage and I wanted to pursue my spouse and I wanted to understand him better, then um, I had to do that intentionally on a daily basis and sometimes in a moment to moment basis. And so I'm inviting you guys to be intentional in the same way, in whatever way you feel like you need to in your marriage right now. So whatever that means, and that's the simplicity behind the campaign, is asking you to be intentional. Uh, a, and let me, let's talk for a second about what does it mean to be intentional? Because I don't want that to be like a hashtag intentional surfacy type of um, word that we don't take seriously, um, almost like a fad. So when I looked up intentional in the dictionary and did a little bit of research, I loved that the definition that they gave was this willingness, this um, decision that comes from deep down inside that is decisive and completely up to you. And basically what that means is it is something within you that stirs up inside and calls you to make a willing choice to do something in the moment. It's not accidental. It's not involuntary. It is a willful choice. And and believe me, that is what it feels like to be intentional, especially in your relationships, is this this deep down gut feeling that makes you feel like I need to make this choice right now. And I could make the choice to be a victim. I could make the choice to run away. I could make the choice to be afraid or make the choice to be resentful or selfish or I could deep call for some courage deep down inside in my gut and say the better choice, the harder choice is for me to do something different. And instead, I'm going to intentionally, willfully, decisively choose to not to choose to not be selfish, choose to be selfless, choose to serve my spouse, choose to not put myself first. So it is this deep down, digging deep kind of courage that we find to be intentional. And so it is not easy. And that's why I keep the um, Sacred Spaces campaign call to action of being intentional so simple. Just decide to be intentional in some way in your marriage. It's up to you. You decide what's right for you. 
You decide what's right for your marriage right now. And I bet you anything that most people right now have something that's just popping up in their head that says, um, I know exactly what it is that I need to be doing. And it's probably that thing that you need to be doing that you just don't feel like doing. And it's probably something that you've been procrastinating or not wanting to do because it's hard or because it costs something from you. Um, it's inconvenient. It's um, easy and comfortable to not do it. Um, so whatever that is that's coming to your mind, that's probably what you need to be doing. Um, and probably, and I'm we're really talking about healthy things in your relationship, right? So that is all I'm asking, is for you to be intentional and to take that step and, um, and do that and move forward. Be the first person in your relationship to move forward. <clears throat> I recently spoke um, at a conference that was for um, some leaders that included civilians and military members. And the actual talk was on how to establish culture, how to respect each other's culture. And um, interestingly enough, it applies very much to this whole sacred spaces thing because, you know, we kind of have a military spouse culture and we also have a service member culture. And that's what sacred spaces is about. It's about finding understanding between you know, each other and in your marriage and being able to communicate the differences to um, articulate what the difference are, it, what the differences are and how to help your spouse hear you better and respect you better and vice versa. So I was delivering this talk and there was a question that was brought up in the audience and it was from somebody who didn't even raise their hand. So I couldn't tell who asked it, but it was a really great question. And it was, if there was a clash of two people, two cultures, um, we're not talking about ethnic cultures, we're talking about, like I was just saying, for example, just two different experiences. Um, the question was, if there is this clash and this disagreement, who decides, how do you decide who goes first for choosing to be curious and choosing to um, serve the other person? Who, how do you decide who should move first? And my answer to that question was whoever decides to be most mature. And hopefully I am always that person. Now I'm not perfect and neither are you. And we will miss many opportunities to be the most mature person in the room. And in fact, I'm glad that we miss those opportunities because it keeps us humble. But I want to be the person that strives to be mature. And sometimes, most of the time, being mature is the hardest <laughs> being mature is is the hardest role it's the person who has to put aside their own feelings first it's it's the person that has to um, shove down that selfishness that says i want to go first and so i want to strive to be the most mature person and that i want to be the first person that says i will put aside my own needs and wants right now in order that I can serve you first, listen to you first, be curious about your experience first, respect you first, so that we can have better conversation. So all that to say, um, I hopefully that's some good motivation for being intentional in your relationship. And um, how, let me tell you a little bit about how you can sign up for the Sacred Spaces campaign, because really it sounds pretty big, but really it's pretty simple. And I, I did that on purpose. I wanted it to be simple. So 
<clears throat> if you are, if you have read Sacred Spaces, um, I definitely recommend that first so that you understand what are sacred spaces and you can understand my story and also so you can hear somebody else going through it. Um, and I think it validates your experience. Um, but even if you have not read Sacred Spaces, but you've been following the podcast and you want to join the campaign anyways, all it is is you go to my website and there is a menu item called Sacred Spaces Campaign. And if you go to that page, it invites you to sign up with just your email um, that says that you are going to be intentional in your relationship. Now, the reason why I ask for your email is number one for accountability. I want to occasionally, I'm not one of those people that sends spam and lots of emails. Um, I really send like one a month, maybe two if I'm on top of it. But um, you give me the email so that I can offer some kind of accountability and check in on you and give you ideas on staying intentional and, and just encourage you. The other reason why um, I ask for your email is that when you sign up, I will send you a free Sacred Spaces Intentional Marriage Challenge card. And all that is, is this beautifully designed card that will walk you through helping you decide how are you going to be intentional for how many days and why? What kind of change do you want to see in your relationship? And you can take that printout and you can stick it on your bathroom mirror or on your fridge. And I would recommend that you do that because I want your spouse to see what you're doing to be intentional. Because number one, it's also accountability. But number two, this is not something that you should hide from your spouse. You know, I think if we're hiding it from our spouse, we're basically testing them. And what I mean by that is I'm going to do this intentional challenge and I'm going to be more intentional in my relationship and I'm going to hope that my spouse sees it. I'm going to hope that my spouse sees how good I'm doing and how I'm serving them and then they're going to owe me something because of that. And that is just a test. It's unfair to your spouse. Set your spouse up for a win. What I mean by that is if they know what it is that you're trying to do, if they know that you're trying to better your relationship, it gives them the opportunity to see it more around them. They, if they don't know what to look for, then they're not going to see it. And that's unfair to say, how come you didn't see that I was serving you and I wasn't, you know, self, that I wasn't selfish the other day? Well, if they didn't know that that was an intentional decision on your part and a big moment for you, and if they miss it, then they didn't know. So how are they supposed to be looking for it? So you set your spouse up for a win and it sets you up for a win too. So it's not just so that your spouse can be like watching and seeing if you're doing it or not and then get upset at you if you don't. Because believe me, this is a hard challenge. And no matter how simple of the thing is that you're deciding to be intentional on, it's tough and you're going to have days when you mess up and moments where you mess up and, and that's part of the process. You just decide I'm going to pick myself up and keep going and I'm going to try again the next time. Um, it's part of keeping you humble. It's a reminder that you're human and that you need grace and forgiveness. And um, it will help you a lot when your spouse needs that grace and forgiveness. And you're, you'll be that much more willing to offer it because you realize how much you need it yourself. So you're going to be imperfect. So hanging it up on a mirror or a fridge is not necessarily um, to get you in trouble if you don't do it or um, or have your spouse just kind of be hovering over you. It's for accountability. It's for your own um, reminder every day. And it's also to set you and your spouse up for a win. And I think that's really important. 
So that's pretty much it. That's the Sacred Spaces campaign. There's really nothing else that I ask from you um, other than sharing your story. I did create a Sacred Spaces community Facebook page for those who wanted, it's like a group, those who wanted to share their stories and um, kind of have some bantering back and forth on that page. Um, so that's there too. If you want to come in and share your story, which, you know, this book is really motivating people to share their stories more. And that's been awesome to see. So the last part of this is really just an opportunity to update you on my life since being intentional in that way. Um, I still wear a blue bracelet on my wrist um, that is part of my year long commitment to myself to be intentional in my marriage and to be intentional in serving you guys. Um, I invited my launch team to also wear these blue paracord bracelets um, as a reminder so that when they're not around the house and they don't see that challenge card hanging up on the fridge or the bathroom mirror, that they can look down at their wrist and see the blue bracelet. And that's the reminder to stay intentional in their relationship. So I do still wear that blue bracelet as my reminder to myself every day to be praying for all of you out there and for your marriages and to be constantly being intentional in my own relationship since having this experience. It's very easy since writing the book and the push and, and all of all of that that was happening. Things were moving so fast last year and into the book launch that it's really easy for me to um, have the temptation to in the process of slowing down and taking a deep breath to relax too much and to maybe not be quite as intentional. And um, again, that's where I remind myself that I need grace and um, and I appreciate those opportunities to relax, um, but that I need to stay on top of being intentional. Marriage is hard work. And um, even though there are seasons of rest and seasons of fun and playfulness, it's always something that I want to continue to grow in. So since the um, since the book launch and um, since this heart change for me, I would say the biggest update on how it's affected my life is that it's made me quieter in spirit, I think. I just kind of sense in my soul, maybe it's also from being tired, which is probably above, probably part of it. But no, honestly, I think there's a quietness in my spirit that I didn't have before. You know, I used to... I don't think I was a perfectionist. I don't think that I wanted everybody to think that I was perfect. I think I've been pretty authentic through this whole process of military spouse of the year and then into the book and, and everything. So I've tried to be as authentic as possible. And that's always been Matt and my style um, as far as marriage ministry to be authentic with our story. But I think that... Um, it slowed me down and it's quietened my spirit where I'm not so much worried about what other people think of me as much anymore um, because I know that I'm not perfect and because I know that my relationship with my husband um, comes second only to God, that I need to have a strong relationship with God and that there's nothing for me to fear because... Um, God has complete authority over my life and I believe that and I trust that. And then second to that is that I, I want to keep my relationship with my husband strong and it's helped me shift my priorities so that if there are certain things that I need to put aside and not stress about or not work too hard on, 
that I can focus on my relationship. Um, and then, of course, focus on my relationship with my kids, too, and being more intentional in my parenting with my kids. And I think it slowed me down. I think it's quietened my spirit. I don't feel quite as stressed. I don't feel, um, I feel more thoughtful. I feel um, not as quick to react. Um, so I think the intentionality challenge in my own life kept me from making these impulsive decisions on accident and just kind of hoping that it made a difference in somebody's life, especially my family, um, but instead slowed me down and helped me take great pause to consider how do I need to respond in this moment? How do I want to respond to Matt? How do I want to be a part of ending an argument or disagreement? Um is this a moment where I can be more mature? And so being intentional over time is teaching me how to slow down, pause, and um, really focus on what's most important and how do I make a, a good decision in the moment. So inwardly, that would be, I guess, the update and change in me. Um, I think I will also say here was something just kind of fun and funny <laughs> last night um my son who is 12 is is so into jeopardy right now um he just loves it and um he lo loves to read and he loves facts and so we were watching jeopardy last night and the final jeopardy question was on um two ethnic groups that it were it was like which two which country were these two ethnic groups um from basically was the question and I got the question right. It was Pakistan. And I couldn't believe that I got it right. And guess why I got the question right? It was because I had made an intentional choice to listen to Matt when he actually talked to me about his job and about his experience during deployments lately, um, that I took the step to slow myself down and pursue him in his heart um, knowing that he would want me to pay attention, knowing that he would want me to hear the things that are important or that he experienced in his life. And so I had intentionally slowed down and listened, like deeply listened to the things that he was telling me. Whereas before, I think that I had gotten lazy and I had just started just not listening and not really paying attention because I thought, you know, that these facts are probably not going to matter in my life here in America. And that was his experience. And I had mine. And, you know, I'll politely just kind of listen but I realized how lazy that was, and I realized how disrespectful to his heart it was. So I had started to intentionally listen. And what do you know? The question from Jeopardy was something that um, he had mentioned that was important in his life, and I got it right. And so that's kind of a fun side comment on <laughs> the difference that it's made. But for me, it was like, wow, this really works because I'm, when you actually listen, you learn things and you realize what's really important in someone's life and that matters. So otherwise, um, sacred spaces, I think is moving forward. It's making a huge difference in marriages. I'm loving the stories and emails I'm hearing from people. Um, there's speaking engagements that are coming up where I can share my heart a little bit more talking about this work family balance also talking about um, the heart shift that needs to happen for some of us. And I'm really enjoying really validating military spouses and the struggles that we have, the joys that we have, the community that we have. And I think that's just really, really awesome and important that we stay together, that we talk, that we um, walk each other through some things that are really difficult. 
and um, it's been a joy to be part of that process. So that's about it. So today, thanks for like listening. Thank you for um, your patience and your grace during this unpolished edition of Sacred Spaces. I hope it was worth it to you just to hear me ramble because that's pretty much all it was. Um, but it was important to me that I stay on top of my schedule for the podcast and reach out to you in some way. And um, as always, please keep sharing this podcast and sacred spaces and things that you're learning. Um, this is really just my hobby and my ability to reach out to you and encourage you in your marriage. And um, hopefully it's hopefully it's making a difference. So I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you next time. Would you like to send in a shout out and have it included on the Life Giver podcast? Anyone, civilian or military, can thank a military spouse who has made a difference in your life or say thank you to a service member for working hard on your marriage. Record your shout out by using your voice memo app available on your device and email it to Corey at CoreyWeathers.com or call in and leave a voicemail shout out to 706-431-7222 and we will do our best to include it in future podcasts.